You know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. That's why I partnered with Fullscript, an online dispensing platform that only offers curated professional-grade brands that I know and trust. The very same supplements that I prescribe to my patients and take myself. Never counterfeit or expired, always stored and shipped correctly. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to start your free Fullscript account. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA compliant and offers world-class support. Fullscript also gives you access to my custom targeted supplement protocols that combine the products that I recommend to address specific needs, heart health, immune support, and much more. Just go to DearHoffmanStore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll get access to the supplements and features you need to help you achieve your wellness goals. That's DearHoffmanStore.com. DearHoffmanStore.com. Hey, thank you for joining me here on Intelligent Medicine. This is Layla Mutin of Layla Weighs In, <clears throat> where once a week I weigh in on a topic of interest. I appreciate your your questions and your emails. You can email me to questions at drhoffman.net. Questions at drhoffman.net. I want to talk to you today about understanding the relationship between your brain, your gut, you know, you already know about the brain gut thing, right? The gut being the ancient brain, but understanding the relationship between your brain, gut, and your skin, your skin, right? Looking good, help having healthy, supple skin. This is on everybody's wish list, right? And in trying to attain this goal, we're always looking for better, better products. But skin science is not just skin deep. It's not just about a visit to the dermatologist. So for our body to function correctly, a lot of different and complex systems must work together. They are in, interdependent. The skin is the largest organ and if anything systemic is going on in your body, it may be showing up on your skin. So what if you were told that depression, digestive disorders like irritable bowel syndrome, IBS, and skin conditions like eczema or psoriasis are interrelated? And, you know, hey, don't be surprised because it's true. Our mood, if, if there is a mental health issue, that may have to do with being the antecedent, a cause or something that kind of push, you know, the straw that breaks the camel's back into this kind of a presentation of eczema, psoriasis. So most skin disorders result from emotional and psychological stressors or imbalances in the gut. Researchers have found a strong correlation between the skin, stomach, and the brain, referred to as the gut-brain-skin axis. 
If you recall from last week's podcast where I talked about some of the highlights from the Integrative Healthcare Symposium, Dr. David Brady talked a lot about the microbiome in depression and how microbiota microbiota in depressed persons were found to be different than those without depression. So, of course, dermatologists are in the business of dealing with skin, right? But are they taking care of the underlying issues? Oftentimes a patient comes into our offices, I've got this problem, this skin issue, that skin issue. Well, what did your dermatologist say? Well, they gave me this cream to use, or they gave me an antibiotic, or they took a biopsy or something, right? So when you see your dermatologist, they don't really inquire about your stress levels or your gut health, but maybe some dermatologists in the know are starting to do that. So unless the gut issues are not addressed, it may not be feasible to completely fix the skin and mood disorder. Or to put it another way, gastrointestinal disorders frequently result in skin and brain issues. And as you are aware, a fundamental tenet of functional medicine is to, wherever possible, address the underlying cause of a condition. So let's talk about the research regarding the gut-brain-skin axis. You know, it's a whole body thing. There are these axes that they talk about, gut-brain-skin and this one, for instance, the and also the HPA axis, the hypothalamus, pituitary adrenal. You know, we're all one body. Got to treat the whole body, not just a specialized area, right? So the idea that the gut, brain, and skin are interconnected has been debated for decades. It was first advanced by dermatologists John Stokes and Donald Pillsbury in the 1930s. Wow. Wow. Over 90 years ago. It's now getting the respect and legitimacy it deserves. They connected changes in gut flora to mental illnesses like depression and anxiety, which they believed promoted local and systemic inflammation. And it's interesting because there has to be some crosstalk. They're also finding in, in, uh, in uh, what is it, psychoneurobiology, uh, that inflammation is also linked to mental illness. They found a strong correlation between dermatitis, urticaria outbreaks, urticaria's hives. So they found a strong correlation between dermatitis, hives, outbreaks, skin rashes, and the bacterial composition in the gastrointestinal tract. What's interesting is their research indicates that 40% of acne sufferers 
have low stomach acids. This suggested that changes in the gut flora brought on by stress may raise the chance of intestinal permeability, which may cause both local and systemic inflammation. I want to talk about acne for a moment. Typically, when we see a patient with acne, we're kind of looking at where it's happening. Is it on the forehead? Forehead acne can often signal stress, unless you're using some kind of hair product that's leaking onto your forehead, right? Then maybe causing that. Typically around the nose and cheeks, but around the cheeks may suggest food allergy or intolerance. And acne around the chin, the jawline is often related to hormones, right? For example, a woman prior to menses or, you know, during the, after the ovulation time or around that up to menses may experience outbreaks around the chin area. That's more hormone related. And with any acne sufferers, we're also looking for food allergy intolerance, but even before we get there, dairy causes a lot of congestion in the skin. Dairy does. And as you know, Dairy is any animal's milk, cow, sheep, goat. So milk, yogurt, kefir, sour cream, butter, cheese, ice cream. Did I leave anything out? Anything made from an animal's milk is called dairy. So now this research here that I'm talking to you about Uh, This research indicates that 40% of acne sufferers have low stomach acids. This is very, very interesting. And that stress may raise the the, the chance of of a leaky gut, of intestinal permeability, which can cause local and systemic inflammation. We all have to deal with stress, right? It has to be our reaction to it. So more than 2,000 years ago, Hippocrates asserted that all disease begins in the gut. Not to mention Ayurveda and traditional Chinese medicine, which have always focused on gut health. So let's delve deeper into the gut-skin axis. The importance of gut health to maintaining overall health, including the health of our skin, our immune system, hormone balance, inflammatory response, brain function, and mood regulation has recently received much attention. And new studies also continue to support this notion. Yay, finally. The gut-skin axis suggests a direct link between these two physiological systems. They are home to trillions of tiny microbes, many beneficial, but some not so much, who communicate with your cells and each other to support a healthy microbiome. So, you know, it's not just what we eat. It's also what our microbiome is eating and their response to what we eat. 
For the duration of the body, the stomach communicates with other systems to maintain balance. When it detects distress, it, it activates a body-wide alarm that results in inflammation. Now, acute inflammation is a necessary and normal reaction to safeguard our systems from harm. However, chronic inflammation is not what we want. It implies that your body is constantly hyper-aroused and never at rest, which can lead to several autoimmune disorders, pain, and skin conditions. I think of ways that we are chronically hyper-aroused in a bad way. Listening to the news, which is ever more hyperbolic and ever more, oh my goodness, all of that. Everything is, it's like every stimulus is meant to arouse you in a bad way. So chronic stress, a reaction, a normal reaction to that would be stress. We need to tone all that down in our own lives. So <clears throat> the skin is the only organ seen with the unaided eye, making it the ideal place to begin when determining how is the rest of the body doing. Do you look radiant? Do you have glowing, healthy skin? Or are you looking very matte and sallow and this tells us a lot about what's going on in the body. Skin conditions like acne, sensitivity, rosacea, eczema, psoriasis, and melasma are symptoms of an internal imbalance that shows <clears throat> on the outside. So let's talk a little bit about, you know, acne. I talked a little bit about rosacea is often related to candida, candida overgrowth, and is often triggered by stress. It's true. Eczema is often related to candida, but when it's really, really extreme, it, it's almost autoimmune. We're seeing more autoimmune eczema, which is quite concerning. Psoriasis is an autoimmune condition where your skin turnover is in overdrive. Psoriasis is autoimmune and needs to be treated such, but with any autoimmune condition, we're still looking for the underlying cause. What caused that to happen, to begin? Why are you presenting with psoriasis? And melasma is those brown patches that may or may not be hormonally related, but are symptoms of an internal imbalance that shows on the outside. So according to research, people who suffer from rosacea are 10 times more likely to develop small intestinal bacterial overgrowth, SIBO. We're seeing more and more people with SIBO. You know why? Because they used to suffer with GERD or heartburn, right? Heartburn, acid reflux, GERD, gastroesophageal reflux disease. And they're often taking a Nexium or Prilosec, some kind of proton pump inhibitor that then alkalinizes the GI tract, which is not a good thing 
Needs to be acidic so you can digest and absorb properly and to protect yourself from foodborne illness, GI tract needs to be a little more acidic, not alkaline. But because acid reducers will make the GI tract more alkaline, it sets the stage for small intestinal bacterial overgrowth. Right? Dermatitis and celiac disease are closely related. Stress-related breakouts are not a direct result of how stress affects the skin. Instead, they are a consequence of the potential harm that stress may cause to the stoic bacteria in our digestive tract. This is interesting. Our gut, brain, and skin health are impacted by the food we eat, but of course. But, you know, for so many years, dermatologists said, no, it doesn't, chocolate doesn't cause you to break out, the sugar you eat, no, not really. However, because food is a personal choice, no, no diet is best for everyone. I will, it's true, we all have an individual biochemistry. However, in certain skin disorder cases, for example, rosacea, it requires a low sugar, much lower carbohydrate diet, especially if it's related to candida. A candida diet is beneficial. A candida diet is also beneficial for eczema. I've seen hundreds of cases of, of eczema and rosacea improve on a candida diet. For acne, the removal of food allergens, rebalancing of hormones, and Often those hormones are, are unbalanced because of a poor diet. A crappy diet can do that. You clean up your diet. It's not that you need to take hormones. You need to clean up your act on what you're eating, right? Because it's all relational. Everything impacts all the systems in our body. What we put in our body, what we eat, impacts all the systems in our body. And that also goes for what we put on our skin. Now, interestingly, they say, you also worry too much about what diet to eat, which can be even more harmful because stress worsens inflammation and agitation. Yeah. Well, that's why you need to be guided on how to eat so you can relax about the whole thing. So you can have a very clear picture going forward on your eating plan of how to eat for whatever condition your skin is suffering with. So recognize your body and yourself. Pay attention to the things that give you a sense of well-being, vigor, joy, and comfort. And last but not least, keep in mind to drink enough water to stay hydrated. We must also take care of the microbes and cells on our skin surface. They can be messed up by harsh products, damaging cells and interfering with oil formation and moisture barrier. Have been, are you still using a hand sanitizer? Please stop. You are so messing with the microbiome of your skin. Honestly. We're kind of in a holobiome. You know, people think the microbiome is only solely about the GI tract. It's all, it's our skin. Two, so you have to stop putting harsh chemicals on your skin. 
never, ever use an antibacterial soap. Using antibacterial soap can cause antibiotic resistance. Did you know? Stop using those things. You don't want a chronic skin infection because antibiotics aren't working for you anymore because of all that antibacterial soap and hand sanitizer. Stop. The aim is to achieve balance, just as in our internal body. You want to make sure you're hydrated and that you're well-nourished while cleaning and refining the pores of your skin without overly depleting the skin of its natural oils. You don't want to shock the skin with all this sanitizing stuff. So when addressing our skin troubles, it's crucial to consider all elements of our well-being. Our skin health depends on obviously keeping our skin clean, using gentle cleansers, but also supporting our gut and our brain health. It would help if we, if we healed from within so we may glow on the outside. And this is brought to you by World Health Net, all about the relationship between the brain, the gut, and your skin. And I'm wishing you glowing, healthy skin. Thank you for joining me on another edition of Layla Ways In. This is Intelligent Medicine. This is Layla Mutin, RD. I see patients regularly, along with Dr. Hoffman. If you require a nutrition consult with me but live out of town, there's no need to travel to New York City. I have telephone consultations with clients from all over the country. Please visit drhoffman.com for more information. And to set up an appointment, call 212-779-1744. That's 212-779-1744. I look forward to being a collaborator in your health care.